BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB. MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire 7 days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello. Hi there. Hi, hello. You just ran into it. That's good. This is the Keys bartender. I imagine the production company, 43 Keys, is going to be putting that music in. And it's we're over the hump of episode 2001. I'm here with Anna, uh, Jenna's sister, who's down from Minnesota. I say Oh, you said it's very Minnesotan. I said it, I'm in Minnesota. And uh, this is episode 2001. I'm going to call this uh, one, It's Okay Not to Drink. I'm not just saying in general. I'm saying when you come up to the bar, I have people come up to me and they 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 sit down and I go, "Hey, how you doing?" And, we're like, and they're like, "I'm so sorry, I don't want to have a drink." So what are you going to do here? You know? Oh no, I want to eat. I said, "Okay, okay." Well, that's so, fine too. Yeah. Um, no, I I hate it as a server when you went up and you would start to say hi or any kind of introduction, and right away they're like, "I'm not ready." Okay, or whatever. Right, ready or, to say hello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could. I see that sometimes. No, 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 not ready. And they think you're rushing them, especially at the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm at the bar, and I say, listen, I'm going to be here all night. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're ready, and I circle my hand around and stuff like that. Um, when you're ready, I'm going to be ready to serve you. So you don't have to, no pressure. And it. Don't feel the pressure to drink. They go, well, I really don't drink. I'm, feeling, I'm like, do you want to drink? And they go, no, I don't drink. I don't drink. And then they finally, you see these people, well, maybe I'll have a vodka. A, vi- a vodka what? A vodka. A vodka what? Do you want vodka? Oh, yeah, a vodka and um, ginger ale. You have apple juice? You know, I'm like, wait a second, obviously. Well. You know, I know, at least I know when they ask for the weird stuff. Or like a cocktail that they're not a problem drinker. Oh, so if true. For, if they ask for like what their <laughs> grasshopper or something grandmother used to drink, they say some naked guys stoli martini up with a yeah, twist. I, I see some guys come in with they're not drinkers at all, and they come with girls that are drinkers. Right. But they want to be with the girls that some of the girls that are drinkers, and a lot of girls, and um, they they're just they're faking it. And the guys come in and order 
a girly drink and you just think, wow, you're, you're fucking yourself over, buddy. But uh, I always tell them it's all right not to drink to have a club soda and the other mm-hmm. people. I was sober for seven years. I dated girls that drank all the time. A couple times they get, there was a couple women hung out and they, they just got all shit-faced and stuff like that. And I just took them home. They said, why didn't you stay tonight? And I said, you were intoxicated and I wasn't. That's uh, that's not fair. No, it's kind of. Uh... You're not going to get any. No. Affirmative answer. No. It's. It's. I mean. Is it worth it at that point? If you don't even remember, is it worth it? No. 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 I wouldn't. So I wouldn't do it. I didn't even. I wouldn't even think about it. Going like, oh, oh, that's over there. Now, if we both were. But then again, downward, 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 downward. Some of the things wouldn't have worked, and that'll work. The whole uh, relationship performance issues. Yes, performance issues that guys have. When they're a couple times, I had a w- really nice night out with a girl, and uh, hey, sorry, we drank too much. Drank too much. Wow, you know, some guy says I never drank too much. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, I have, I have done that, and I notice when I don't drink that much. I, I'm much better, even at my age. Oh, yeah. At 56, I'm much better than when... So, I guess... I don't like the lack of the control, easy, you know? So erectile dysfunction could be... Some of it could be with the way your lifestyle... Lifestyle? Yeah. It could be aging. Yeah. It could be lots of different things. They have lots of help, and not all of it is Viagra. Nope, you know, nope. some of it is just change of a of a hormone. Yep. Hey, Jenna. How are you? Good. Jenna's here. Good. Hello. Jenna. We just started like five minutes ago. Yeah. Here we go. How was your day at work? It was work. It was work? Yeah. I mean, well, it, it would be called fun if it wasn't work. You know what? All you have to do is change your state of mind when you go to work. You know, it, if you enjoy your work, you never have to uh, you enjoy your job. You never have to work a day in your life. I know. I think it's probably the fifth time. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you drink at work. Oh, the, well, I've had servers that have gotten intoxicated while at work. They no longer work. That's a flip side of it's not okay to drink. Right. The flip side. When you're <laughs> sampling, I wanted to get. Uh, that's a perfect segue, Anna. Like, it's funny, people come in, they feel guilty about not drinking, and the people, I've worked with people, they get totally shit-faced. I told you about the guy that had the IV drug abuse problem, he would just start talking, and he wasn't drinking, but he was doing something, he would just start talking, he goes, yeah, I have a couple tables over there, and then go to sleep, you know, to sleep right in the middle of a conversation. Uh, and then I had other people, uh, one, one woman, and she still comes to this day, comes and sees me, and she goes, ah, yeah, she calls me the wrong name. And I said, we worked together for almost a year. And uh, I said to her, uh, yeah, we worked together at the Encore. And she goes, no, you didn't. And I said, I worked there 10 years. And then I recounted a night, and I said, do you recall a night when you had, seriously, you had two tables. One table wasn't drinking. One was one guy. And he had the one guy who was having beer. 
then all of a sudden you put an order for a Manhattan and then a vodka martini and then a gin and tonic which I didn't see that guy drink at all and we knew the other table was outside at the outside bar and you see that and she said that guy in the corner has been saying some weird something well it turns out she was probably hallucinating from having drank a Manhattan a martini and a gin and tonic and that, that night she broke uh, a series of glasses she didn't get fired for that she got fired because after a while they were trying to figure out why she kept on breaking stuff and it turned, turned out she was shit faced at work it happens a lot huh? you see people come in and you say wow that person's really shit faced and uh, I think people look at me sometimes when I'm at work and I could be slurring my words and doing things like that but that's from lack of sleep sometimes I think that's different yeah well, I, tired I get, and tired slurring and drunken slurring yeah, and get, are a little and they get a little silly and stuff like that yeah but my uh, I mean I get pensive this is my first beer today and I'm just sometimes I'm being a train of thought and talking I'll just stop <laughs> talking but this is not about me it's about other people when you're behind a bar and now they're watching you they got you have uh, camera surveillance cameras all over the place they're so these, you almost have to though there's too many weirdos that'll come in after you well, you know the cameras are, are are there for that and a watch for stealing yes and stealing. theft is a big thing and you know if you want a successful restaurant control your theft your waste and your portions yeah yeah and they, um i guess the, with the uh drinking there's you know when someone's pouring a drink unless you have portion control they have these um shot pours that are linked up and they do automatic uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh what do you call it? inventory control? Right. Like it's one shot, and they ring it up, goes on. Right. And things like that. But with these old style bars, you're pouring a drink or something. You got stuff left in the shaker. You, right. You get the dirty ice to someone. You you drain it off. You don't know where that went. Right. So there's an opportunity to be intoxicated. Most most places, you have the opportunity to oh, be intoxicated yeah. the whole time. And you know, funny is funny thing is is they'll get kind of crafty about becoming intoxicated while they're at work too. Like you said, you had drinks rung up, and you're like, "Hmm, where did those well, go?" I, I, or I wasn't really tracking right of her. Uh, it was only after the fact when she got when she got fired for breaking glasses that I uh, I recognized that. So, hey Tyler, hi, how you doing, buddy? Hi. Yeah. Uh, I I was telling Anna here that uh, I accidentally purchased the um, the tiny bottles of Bud Light when I was walking out with the case. Oh, I thought I thought it was a a giant. I'm looking at the case. I go, I must be getting bigger. <laughs> and I look at it. That's what I said too. And I ran, and I ran, it, ran it up. I said, "This twelve cans of a beer," and it was only like. Seven dollars and eighty-five cents an hour. Do they still call them ponies? Yeah. Yeah. Do they still call them yeah. ponies? Yeah, but they were cans. Oh. Tiny cans, the tiny bottles. Um, which is fine. I actually, they stay they stay colder, longer. Hello, Jenna. Hello. Welcome. I've done that too with the Bud Lights before. I picked it up and I'm like, geez, I must be getting stronger. Yeah, these are <laughs> heavy. And then you're like, oh. There's 12 of them. You I get drink, home, you I open drank, it up. If I drank 12 in the, um, 
in a series of a two, it still would be uh, still a it's, mellow message. It's disappointing after three sips, and you're like, oh, it's empty. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I pace it. I think I like it in a show for me. I think maybe that would be a show. Would be four four eight ounce cans. Would be two sixteen ounce cans. That might be a show. Yeah. 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 I'm but that's good. four. That's four beers. It's just baby beers. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, we were talking about people that drank at work. At work. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had a sales job where we used to go out and drink during lunch. And we'd have our... I used to be a waitress when they could deduct it. So you'd have two tables and walk home with birth- $300 well, in tips well, because they private, were drinking you're, you're not, at lunch. You're not supposed to... Uh, you shouldn't drink at work when you're bartending because you got to watch out for people. It's hard for you watch out for people. You got to be carding and you're, you have that judgment. But on your on your birthday is really hard because people say, "Listen, let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a drink." Say, so, "Well, I know. I realize I'm working in a bar, but you know, you got to realize that eight people that Saturday night when I worked the night of my birthday. Right. We use wood they, wooden they, nickels. You remember wooden nickels? Yeah. We used those when anybody wanted right. to buy a bartender a drink. We used wooden nickels. Yeah, if they insisted. I just, so then the bartender could have a pocket full. At the end of night? And one guy uh, actually told, you know, ask, do me a favor. Can he just take the drink here? You know, that was a regular customer, yeah, and they they said all right. But um. You know, starting those things. If I started, if I if it was me and I was drinking during on the job, during the job, oh shit! At the end of the day, it would just be a mess, a mess. Broken glass everywhere. You should see that all the time when someone's drinking broken glass behind a bar. Whenever you had glass all over the place, the spilt juice of like the cherries and that kind of yeah. debris left behind too not totally prepped or not everything kind of just sloppily done yep yeah. and I'd like to see them do a little couple trick uh, tricks you know pulling down glasses if you had a, the glass overhang just pulling the base of the glass off the stem I've seen that before where a guy pulled, pulled well I'm short I've done it just because I'm short yeah, I, well, they did it because they were drunk and they just, you know, <laughs> kind of twisted it right off. What are those big foam cups that they have at Circle K called? Polar Pops. Polar Pops. Polar, polar Pop? Yeah. Down here? Uh, I had a delivery driver that would fill a Polar Pop with Four loco and drive around in a shop truck. Really? Yeah. Four loco. Four loco. Four loco is that that um, energy drink? It's like an energy drink uh, with, uh, with uh, malt liquor. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really heavy stuff. Actually, like really powerful, strong. It's like trailer park. Uh, yeah, and uh, he would drink four loco in his slurpy cup or whatever you call it, and uh, we, we fired him. We we caught him. Oh shit! The liability yep. occur with something like yep. that. Driving uh, around the. Can you imagine on one? Oh, holy cow! Well, no, that's a total liability. He still drives around for work because I see him once in a while. Truckers, he, he works. He works for a pest. Have a cooler right next to him. They be drinking and driving their rigs. That's crazy. Yeah. On what? What's the stuff they use? Benzedrine to stay up on, or? Oh, I'm not sure. Bennies, Bennies are the thing. That's why they call them. I think it's Benzedrine. They keep them awake, and then they're drinking inside of it. It's, it's before they started really enforcing the old days when they pull you over and you were drunk. Like they used to make fun of it, like on an Andy Griffith show. The town drunk would just have the key to the cell 
and he'd come in and open up the psalm and go to sleep there. Um, I forget the guy's <laughs> name. Never remember the Andy Griffith show? Yeah, one bullet point. What was that guy's name? I kind of remember it. The guy, he always wore a suit. But you know, they were like all related. So was it like uncle or cousin or something no, like that? that southern thing. They were, they were. They were related. You know, Amy B, who was suspiciously, every time her heard her accent, it was really high class southern. And B sounded like she grew up. Yeah, like not that far from a, a plantation, because she had. A Wasn't the backstory in that that she had to oh, come Andy, because Andy. Andy or Opie's mommy died, and yeah. Aunt B had to come in and save the day? So I think she had some weird background. Yeah, yeah, that's the only ones related. They, you were, you had Andy and all that stuff, but the point was. Uh, back then, the public drunkenness, they were considered a, 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 even a mild vice, let's say, instead of a crime. And if someone got in an accident, unless you killed somebody, it wasn't really a crime sometimes. You, you had, uh, it used to be a joke about the pilots before they get on the plane having, you know, drinks at the airport, at the airport bar. Yep. At the airport bar. Just imagine that, drinking... I mean, back then, you figure that that would have been the uh, pilots and truck drivers. Uh, police officers. There's one. Philadelphia. I won't say the guy's name, but I worked in the Cater Hall. Cater Hall. And I mentioned, oh, I did mention this to uh, Papa Joe. Guy had a nine-ounce Pilsner glass, and he drank. Um, he would come stop by the Cater Hall I worked, and he would drink at least two um uh, Canadian Windsor Canadian Manhattan's nine ounce Pilsner glass. Well, that's equivalent to what four and a half. That's almost a bottle. Yeah, uh, like four and a half Manhattan's. Twelve ounces of liquor. I'd be puking and they'd be pumping my stomach. Yeah, and the guy eventually, the guy eventually got shot on the job, and he got shot through his hand. I think someone drew on him, and he there was a defensive wound. He was sitting in the vehicle. He probably was passing out. Someone, I mean, I don't know why they shot him because uh, they, he wasn't going to come out and chase him. He wasn't going to do. He wasn't even going to call up. He probably wasn't going to call it up because he was intoxicated. I mean, imagine if something would happen if you you show up on a robbery and you're you're on duty. Do they do that? Okay, so and then that too. To the segue of, you know, gun violence, too, you know. So now, do they test police officers after for blood alcohol? You know, if they fire their weapon, do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, is that part of their, you know, oh, we got to test this officer for drugs and alcohol after he shot a weapon? I mean, now with all of, you know, they've got body cameras and all of that stuff. But if the cops are even one drink in, they shouldn't be handling a weapon. I don't Is that something they that. test? I don't think there's anything. Uh, I don't think they have that widespread abuse anymore because of the testing for them. I Probably. imagine that would have been. It's the same Probably. thing with the pilots. Think of all the pilots when oh they started getting goodness. strict. How many? How many? How many of these pilots? I mean, think about like the the retired. movie Airport. Yeah. That was what like 1977 or something like that, right? 
they were the the Dean Martin was one of the pilots, and he was shit faced in it because that was his character always. Yeah, but Dean half Martin the time, really didn't drink. No, he didn't drink, but his character was always playing that. Yeah. You know, ha ha ha! I'm a drunk yeah. cavalier dude. Uh huh. And it was perfectly acceptable as you know the star of a movie. Yeah. And and real drunk of that crew, though. Oh, we're not talking about right. Oh, yeah. the airplane. Um, who was in that? Was Dean Martin? Uh, uh, the George uh, Kennedy. George Kennedy. And I picked a bad day to get off cocaine. No, that's airplane. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Airplane. There's the airport. You're talking. Yeah, airport. There was the airport, and you could be the airport <laughs> and with airplane. airplane. That was Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> that was Lloyd Bridges. I well, picked that was drinking on the job. Day, a bad day to do drugs. A bad day to give uh, give up cigarettes and give up cigarettes drinking and, and snorting, snorting up, glue. Yeah. Yeah, that was, last one was snorting glue, and then he started popping over there, but. That wasn't too far. That was the air traffic controller. He was right. an air traffic oh, controller. That's still. The air traffic controllers, too, because of the pressure of mm-hmm. air traffic. And I told you I worked in a business of um, circuit board business. Uh, air traffic controllers, I didn't deal with them directly, but I dealt with a company that sold equipment to them. And they used, uh, at the time, they used 30, 30-year-old technology for their... Um, yeah, Isn't for the that crazy? That stuff. That That's thing. crazy. That There's a little bitty airport by my house, and sometimes it scares the crap out of me because you know that's outdated equipment. Well, it's in one way it was good, but I think it's called a wire wrap board. And instead of creating circuits that are building the board, they did them what going wire to pin, wire to pin, and they created their own circuits. And um, then I looked at him and I go, well, what are you selling these? I, uh, the company I was uh, making them for, I wasn't making them myself, the company I worked for. Right. I making them for them. Because, oh, we sell the FAA. And I go, are you kidding me? I thought they were selling it to, like, uh, um, a former Soviet uh, uh, Warsaw country or something, yeah. Country. This is technology that's going into our air traffic control system that was... That was around from before when I was born, and I was 32 at the time. So, but the um, we and now on that job, we were talking to airlines. That was the job when you go out to lunch. We have like a glass of wine, two glasses of wine. Um, uh, one guy said to me, he says, "Hey, you know what?" Uh, he told this story. He says he when he was a younger salesman, he was an older salesman. He says the the sales manager said. Uh, you guys got to drink gin when you're out. And they go, why? And he says, does it, we hold up better? He goes, no, because they can smell it on your breath. And if you go and get drunk during lunch, I want them to think you're drunks, not fucking idiots. Because you can't smell, they say, <laughs> you can smell vodka on your breath, which is not hey, true. Well, you yeah. can smell vodka. You can smell vodka on someone's breath. It's just alcohol starts coming, metabolizing in your in your in your lungs and your. All right. Yeah, you're you're gonna smell it. But yeah, that guy wanted you to have gin, so you see it. So it's extra gin. fragrant. Yeah. Oh, and there was uh, I was in the uh, trades. Uh, the I, I did carpentry, and one of the crane operators, uh, he had the big cirrhosis belly, you know, skinny guy. Oh, the big that's sad. It was a crane operator, and we used to, he was the guy lowering steel 
down on top of her heads, and he'd go out to lunch, and his face was all. He came back from lunch, and he was, his face was red, and you know he was shit faced, and he was bringing in about five tons of stuff right over top of you. I we were doing it inside of a a, a, a water treatment center. And we were building a cap. It's called- were other people aware of this? A lot of people. The carpenters were drunk. They were walking on. They were walking on the um, the girders. They, wow. The girders they put out to uh, build the concrete form. They were putting a cap on top of a tank, and they, uh, they had to build a uh, an edge for of concrete. And the ring of the concrete was weighing about 40, 40 tons, but we needed about eight tons of steel to go in there to, uh, to form it up. And he was, the guys were bringing it in and he had these, you know, you had the scaffolding and you had these guys walking on the scaffolding. They were drinking too and they had a guy in a crane. And all I wanted to do was just get out of that, that tank. Run! Yeah, just get out of there because I said, oh shit. And uh, they said, well, you have a, and I can understand being a carpenter, you want to have a drink because that guy that's dropping it Operating crane is doing that. He's already drunk. He's drunk, so you figure might as well him. But I saw a guy hit a uh, hornet's nest when he was walking on one of these things, and he just had to. They had the beams out, and uh, the beams weren't secured by clamps. They used clamps to secure them, and he started running, and he hit a beam that wasn't secured by a clamp. It was just laid out, and he stepped on it, slid. He ran. He fell through the scaffolding down like one of those pachinko balls in it, in it. <laughs> thing, you know, they slot, um, the their pinball machines that are upright. Right. Ding, 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 Bounce down, all the way down. 30, Thirty-five feet in down the thing, and he uh, broke a couple ribs, his shoulder, his elbow, and all that stuff. But that's that's what we're talking about drinking all like the time. Like on uh, Price is Right. Yeah. Oh, the yellow guy. No, y'all, no. <laughs> no, he falls over the edge. You drop a coin kind of thing on a flatboard between the pins. Plinko on prices, right? Plinko. Plinko's like yeah. pachinko. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And you drop the big puck at the top, and it goes ding, 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 and you hope you hit the big money. Oh. Bathroom break? Yeah, we should take a bathroom break. Right. Uh, it's 25 minutes. We can do a commercial. Uh, Beautiful. Come back. Refresh our beverages. Hold on. See you shortly. If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com, and sign up today. We're back. Hey, we just, um, hey, instead we don't have that ill-fated, ill-executed segue anymore because we had to break. I got a summons for jury duty on September 16th. And uh, I did, I filled it out accurately. I highlighted the things that would make me uh, a horrible choice to be on the jury duty. First of all, I'm in a restaurant business, so I don't get paid. 
Number two, I'm a podcaster, a comedy. I do a comedy show. And then if they ask me, well, will you, will you talk about this? I said, yes, I will talk about this. I'll talk about this a lot. And the longer I'm kept, the longer I'll talk about it. Um, but I also thought, what other things could I do to enhance that? Uh, I did, I, you know, it's all in my work for the uh, Treasury Department. I said the, specifically the IRS. So, so you enhanced it to where you don't get called upon, right? I don't know. Because I worked for the IRS. I did work for the IRS, but that was a job I had over 12 years ago. Um, I do have a lot of friends with police officers. Well, and and I, so all the, when I say enhance, I featured the things that weren't, I, you know, you can't. But so this letter you got was yeah. just a thin piece of kind of construction paper letter, right? I know where you go. No, no tracking device in it or anything like that. How the hell do they know you still live where you live? Every time I get I one, I rip it up, I throw it in the park. I vote trash. every election. There, there is no way they're going to know that you are still there. And I actually know, I know people that work for the courts. That's Unless why. they send them certified mail yeah. with your signature guarantee. Which they don't. Which they do not. They cannot verify that you've ever received I'm, I'm the going, notice. Because I always, I, I realize it's, I, I, I do realize my duty. I said I'm going to highlight and I'm going to do that. I'm not going to lie about it. I did it once. I got paid $25 and missed out $75 of my actual pay for that no, day. I understand. I understand that. I'm not <laughs> I'm not judging anybody for doing or not doing their thing. And I don't think you should ever say that just in case. Um, what what I was thinking about what is the best way to show up. I also thought maybe I should show up dressed like Sherlock Holmes. You know, you you could, although I have seen one of those the that Star was Trek, mismailed. The, the Star Trek fucking lady got picked for uh, the OJ Simpson, one of the OJ Simpson's <laughs> civil trial. She was in a command. She was dressed like a commander of Starfleet, and they fucking picked her. Well, the the funny thing about our small town down here is the one time I went, I was the nicest dressed person out of 125 that were in that courtroom, which only seats about 80. And we sat there for four and a half hours to decide who was getting picked for the two cases. And that was it. And... Oh, there's no. They I got excused right, right, because they uh, the trial that when we spoke about it. I think we were no, it wasn't. I did it. La- I think it was last year. And Craig, you know Craig and Melanie, they come into a bar. Craig, my buddy Craig, yes. was sitting next to me. Yeah. And it was for a case where a guy had a gunfight with Monroe County sheriffs up at one oh six. Yep. One oh seven. And I, I remember reading about it. And I told it and said, anybody read this? Does anybody know? And I raised my hand. It was true. I read because I read the paper every week. Uh, so I thought, what are the things if I, I, you get dressed like a lawyer, you say, well, I'm, I'm currently trying out for a part in a legal drama. That'd be good. Uh-huh. I bring in a briefcase. Yeah. Are you a lawyer? No. I'm I, not will, a lawyer, I will tell you. But no. I pretend <laughs> to be one. But when they send you the little card in the mail, which I've never gotten yeah. one myself, I've received one that was mislabeled and sent to my house for maybe a previous resident. Um, but it just has boxes to check, and at the very bottom line, it has one that says, like, other, and it only gives you three lines to write of what your accentuating circumstances would be, why you think that you should I be always, considered. I just want to be excused until, like, October, because we had, I said, I'm, I'm giving a vacation in October. In the thing, and so if you have any trials, I'd be happy to. I'm giving three weeks off, so I would love to do something like that. And they're like, "Well, we're not here." I'm like, "You fucking can't afford to uh, work to live down here anyway." Yeah. So I want to do my civic duty. 
Another thing I'm thinking about is a blood uh, a bloodstained shirt because it's not I'm not carrying a weapon, but you got to say, and you have a little blood on you and something. Oh, uh, just got a little altercation. Uh, open source. Open source. You could yeah, or you could just like, like fake like a whooping cough, like ha ha, like cough on people. Really, uh, a, a bag, a clear bag, full of toilet paper and wet naps. And sit there holding your stomach the whole day? No, no, no. I just tell them I have like, um, I have problems with, uh, I have a really I, a bad IBS. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're and I just gotta be ready. Yeah. I gotta be ready at all times. Maybe throw a couple of depends, uh, back to the depends <laughs> in there. I said, I get really nervous sometimes. And then, you know, if they ask me, how is it a bar, how, well, how are you a bartender? I said, well, it's really tough. They don't judge me on my diapers at work. Yeah. Well, the other, what I, the last one I have is body odor. I just sit there and go on. I can't control it. I would I think, think if you had like halitosis and you went and breathed on people. Yeah, but you don't get called upon the judge no, at that time. Like that. It's you you're sitting next to other people. May, a defense attorney may think that's a plus because they. They they'll definitely say, well, we're going to acquit the guy because I cannot be sequestered with this person, this asshole. <laughs> so I mean, are there any other things you can think about that I can do? Um, I mean, if they show up drunk, you can actually be thrown in jail. Because, right. You know, how'd you get here? So you don't want to do that. You could go in blackface. <clears throat> you can uh, get a nice white T-shirt and say "Pro OJ" on it. OJ, OJ if was the Frank. glove doesn't or fit. I love um, Tiger Woods, you know all those kind of things. Or maybe, uh, uh, yeah, but then I'm like, I mean, I could do that. I mean, I you uh, could that'd do be, uh, that'd be more something like a, a Hooters waitress would have because <laughs> he likes Hooters waitresses. Right. You could uh, show up I mean, in cross dress I mean, and be like a, I, I wouldn't, I I couldn't do a, a Nazi uh, symbol because that just would be, no, yeah, but no. you cross could go in a dress and heels. Mm-hmm. That still would ruin my and, reputation. And and put on some lipstick. That's that's, that's, <laughs> that's I'm I'm sure I mean, it would I, work. But I think in a previous episode, he did say he has worn a dress before, a wedding dress. Yeah, but I didn't try to look that way. <laughs> I did that. I purposely tried to look as masculine as I could wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> Could do that and just like spread par- some vodka on you so you smell drunk, but you weren't. I was parodying a, 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 a typical. I was parodying a typical bride from the Rosewood, which wasn't the typical bride from the Rosewood. But since we worked there, it was an inside joke. And uh, yeah, did you I, call I, her like Bridie McBriderson? No, that's on next episode. So <laughs> that's good though. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> For next sure. we're, we're saying that because I got a lot of good stuff for that one. <laughs> no, no, um, you can't prove. I think it'd be. I mean, the one sure thing would definitely be the. Um, what's the one where you shout out all the time? Uh, um, Tourette's. Tourette's. Oh, like in a ball here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. No. The bartender. Oh, yeah. I think the best one. Taint hair. <laughs> Fuck. Ass. Clit liquor. <laughs> just right That's in the middle. That's a huge we like, bitch. In the middle. We go like this. And we, <laughs> Again, horrible, horrible, horrible syndrome. 
you know, we're not. I can't help it. We're not horrible people. Not horrible, but I mean, we're just trying to get out of jury duty. Jury duty and go like this. Dickhead! I can't. Murder! It just happens. Under stress. Rapist! They go like this. We're going to have to see a doctor. I said, the diagnosis is intermittent. Yeah. It just happens when I'm in a courtroom. In Philadelphia, it's court lot, stress. In, in, in Philadelphia, there were a lot more understanding because there were a lot more of us there. <laughs> and so, when you hear me say uh, "dick bag" or "cunt hair," it's not. <laughs> you got to think of it as a cough. It's like Deuce Bigelow, male Bigelow. Yeah. yeah. So there's a uh, yeah. You can't show up drunk. Uh, narcoleptic. Yeah, I was just thinking of that too. I did uh, one time during jury duty. Um, I, I was on, uh, I think around five trials, and I was a foreman on three of them. So sometimes that I, that got me out when someone asked, you can't ask uh, w- what the verdict was, but they were, I think they were allowed to ask um, something about that, and I just blurted out, well, I was a foreman on three, and he said, I didn't ask that question. And I go, oh, I didn't know, I, I didn't know how far. You're supposed to only say yes or no. The judge looked at me and go like this. And the defense attorney goes, well, like that. And they go, fuck yeah. <laughs> you can't screw that part up. No, they're going to use, he, he has, uh, they have uh, strikes for cause, for no cause. For cause, they can say, well, yeah, this guy's, obviously, I just proved through my vaudeer talking to him that he's going to favor the, uh, yeah. The law profession, so that's for cause, and there could be for no cause. For no cause would be, uh, I don't like the looks of him. The guy has a crew cut. He looks, he looks like he could be. He uh, looks like he could be a bigot, and my defendant happens to be an African American, but that'd be for no cause, because the guy didn't give any answer. He may not give any answer that seemed that way. If he gave a bigoted answer, and I could never give a. Uh, Bigger answer, but I could do. I think I could see myself doing it. You could say that uh, you've been uh, accused at the workplace of being a misogynist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. She was in yet the other day. Man, was it's that? funny. The yeah. one and her husband is so much more guilty of it. The guy lays tile and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, what's what's that guy like? What are you talking about? So. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna show up. I took the day off already. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read all. How do you know you were called upon already? What? Oh, I, I'm just gonna show up. Yeah, huh. you're just gonna randomly volunteer. Whether they call upon you or not, you're just gonna show up there. Well, they call me. They, it's. It's. I gotta show their seven. I gotta show up September 16th. But oh, you got to call. Do I have to call the day before? I, I don't know because you filled out saying, "Oh, this is why I can't be a good I candidate." I didn't put that. In. I. I <sighs> No, I didn't. <laughs> I filled out the form, but you turn it in when you go there. Oh, gotcha. Because they're going to read it when you go in there. I didn't put in why I couldn't be a good candidate. I didn't say that. I said if I was a defense attorney, I is a guy I would strike for no cause. I just that that I put it in there so he he strike me for cause so I don't have to say anything uh, against my. Yeah. It'd be against my nature to say yeah. something hateful. Well, the, you know, part of my thing is a couple times that I have been called upon, I always check that, yes, I am a relative of a police officer. And every time I still filled that out and resent it or showed up, they still had me stay and called upon. 
Well, I, they don't care about that anymore. Yeah, I just try to introduce myself to all the police officers and stuff like that. I know about 30 people in Monroe County. Chances are pretty good. I go, oh, yeah, I know that one, that one, that one. I know you, Judge. You serve you a bunch of drinks and stuff like that. And a couple of the attorneys here. So, yeah, so I'm thinking pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Uh, did, um, we got a couple minutes left. I want to mention that if you guys uh, do come into town... Uh, the Key Largo, please come to the catch and have a drink with me. I work a double Monday, double Wednesday most times. I'm not doing it this week because it's Labor Day weekend. And I'm supposedly working Saturday night, but we have a storm off the uh, coast, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. Hurricane party. Hurricane party. Well, no, it, we're, 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 we're calling this a feeder band party. Feeder band party. What's because it's not a... Uh, it's not a hurricane, so right we can't have a hurricane party. Yeah. And you're not going to call it a tropical storm party. That's kind of lame. So a feeder band party, because that's all we're going to get hit by. Nine, probably 90%. It's always like that. Yeah. I remember the first time uh, I went through one of them. It was back in 2008. We had a, a decent one come through, and that's when a girl I was seeing called up and told me her uh, uh, the coconut tree in front of her house was on fire. I was throwing a rainstorm. I said, what do you mean so far? Struck by lightning. Nope. No. It was a live uh, wire. Ah. Hit it. And it was really cool because it was wet and all the, um, you just, it was continuously uh, arcing across the, the palms. It looked really neat there and stuff like that. And she had to call the electric company to come in and fix it. So yeah. I had to go over and comfort her. It's that guy next door. Yeah, I had to go and comfort her. <laughs> and it, it moved the relationship ahead of. Uh, uh, two bases. We were at second. I moved it all the way to the second. That that pine. Tree. I think our favorite one pine. since Jenna has pine. been here. Coconut. Coconut. Is uh, Hurricane Matthew, because our stepson is Matthew. So we had Hurricane Matthew that came through here. And Jenna's favorite part was she was able to, uh, three years, four years ago, yeah. she was able to walk outside and kick one of our chairs over and knock it over and say, oh, Hurricane Matthew came by. Because <laughs> yeah. we didn't have anything. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, yeah. We just had, like, our normal 20-mile-an-hour winds and a little bit of rain. And we, it, was gonna, it was supposed to hit us, but it turned. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I put all those, I put, um, what, three years ago? Yeah, yeah something like that. Ago. Yep, because we were living, we were living in line. another house. Yep, and and, and we had a hurricane party because Reva closed because it, we didn't know if it was going to hit. We were in the cone. So you we can't work when you're in the cone. That close to the cone, and it was like, okay, well, hurricane party. So who's going to come and buy a boat when it, you can't yeah. sell them? Well, you, I can you sell can. them, but I can't bind. They can't bind insurance. No, but who's going to come down and buy a boat? <laughs> right, and like, oh, I'm going to go buy this boat. Hey, if we flood. Away. Great, great selling point. Yeah. Can't get to your house, come buy a boat. Yeah, oh, just watch out for all the hurricane debris in the water. <laughs> well, we're, we're looking uh, at that closely. And we're not, I'm, I've been through. Glancy, uh, not closely. The near ones that now I know. I remember I was doing, putting up. When I put up for Irma, some guy was busting my balls. Putting up the shutters for Irma. And I said, are you kidding me? This is the closest I've ever seen this. It was dead on the whole time. It didn't veer. We were to center. It only veered like 20 miles from the center. So why would you not do it? So, and, and it turned out, um, well, it turned out that it was good that we did it because I could have lost windows and stuff. Yeah. did lose a tree in front of the house. But uh, uh, we're just going to be on the lookout for that. To the... Uh 
remainder of our hurricane season for the locals that will never leave again due to our county ordinance of not entering back. Stay safe. Yes, stay safe. None of us are leaving again. Most of the locals. Speak for yourself. No, most of the locals are saying, "I will never leave again." Yeah, I know. Well, I, get, I got it. I got a thirteen-year-old daughter. I've stayed for every storm. I know, I know. And it's different. Left this last one and got screwed over. You're mature and you reach the majority age. Age of majority, eighteen. It's, it's your decision. I can't do that. I can't make that decision. Yeah, you got if a young. Own, you got a young life to take care of. I mean, yeah, if I was on my own, I would. Um, I want to say hi to uh, Missy and Taylor. They're uh, a young couple that came in and they. Uh, uh, brought up the nicest couple. They're uh, she is a uh, she works at the and hospital with me, and he's in the, the Coast deck. Guard. And they recently got uh, they they've been married, but they sol- uh, I guess they're called uh, sol- solemnized, so- not sodomized, sodomized, <laughs> solemn, solemnized, where whatever it is, solemnization, where you you they went to the um, the holy rites, the Catholic, uh, they went to the Catholic mass. Had a Catholic man. Okay. They had a civil marriage, and they went, and over the summer they had it. Boy, it does sound like sodomized. It does. <laughs> but you funny. are talking they about told Catholic. Me a story. Oh. The, the brother, who was unaccustomed to giving a speech, the brother of, uh, of a sodomized could do, but also up the, the rear. Um, you, you, you were, she was sodomized uh, of the rear. Blowjob right there, or showing, symbolizing blowjob. Uh, but the, the brother was giving the toast as the best man. And it was great. He said, uh, this is Taylor's brother. He says, I want to be intimately involved in your marriage. And everyone in the wedding said, went, whoa! Like that. <laughs> and he went, and they and he looked at him and he goes, he just realized what he said. Yeah. He meant to be involved in a relationship, but as a, a supportive person, not inside a threesome. <laughs> With his brother, yeah, who, Ty- who, who, who Missy is a lovely girl. Tyler is not to be a special guest or Taylor. Uh, he's Taylor, groomsman or anything like that. He's Taylor. I'm not allowed to be any of those oh, no, anymore. You would not want to have Tyler. Would have said oh, something. Tyler be wrong with Ty- Tyler. Would Tyler likes to drink a lot, especially when it's free booze at weddings. And likes to talk about himself in his... In no, his no, no. It just doesn't come out the right way. No, but Tyler's talking to third <laughs> right? person. He is talking about himself in third person. Tyler is talking about himself in so, third yeah, person. They, they mentioned homemade pickles, and, uh, and we were doing a flaccid pickle and all that thing. Uh, I have a message. I have a Parisian listeners. Um, I have a message for my Parisian listeners. Je t'aime. Je t'adore. Je t'adore. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Are we uh, growing in any other places? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <clears throat> Pittsburgh, a big uh, um, crowd in Pittsburgh. I didn't mean to clear my throat. <laughs> Pittsburgh! No, uh, it was, are we growing in any other places? Uh, um, I was like, well, Pittsburgh. Jim, you probably uh, Alabama. should be growing uh, in those places Oregon. during the podcast. Oregon. 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 <laughs> we have a big Oregon. I want to play some Oregon Trail. Minnesota mom. <laughs> Minnesota mom. Minnesota mom. Uh, what else? What uh, else? Colorado. Uh, we have Delaware. Oh, the cousins. Colorado. Colorado. Uh, the cousins in Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. We've been. Uh, yep. uh, Nicole, uh, Nadine. Was it Ordman? And, uh, Elk Is that because Nebraska? of FG? Does any, do we know anybody in Elkhorn, Nebraska? I don't know. I don't. Maybe if FG went through there. Well, FG did go through Nebraska. <laughs> so Elkhorn, Elkhorn, Nebraska, 
And then she went to Kansas and she met strange she, people. Yes, and she probably talked about us beyond belief at every place she stopped. Uh, I was Great worried Britain. about her oh, having her skin. I'd like to say hello to Ukraine uh, and uh, uh, Slovakia. Did I tell you about that one? So you, yeah, well, yes, you did. The charitable thing? Yeah. Yeah, they go and show me that in, uh, in Ukraine I was the 863rd highest com- uh, comedy show. Well... I don't have any listeners in Ukraine. So that means there's got to be 863 or 63 comedy shows there. So all I need is to get probably three listeners in the Ukraine to move me up to, like, in the top 200. Right. And, I mean, I'm sure there's some guys, whatever they do, they interview a goat, maybe a chicken. And there's Slovakia, someone in Slovakia. I don't know how that happened. I, I would think it would be funny why, to interview why, one of those screaming company, goats. Why? It's called Chartable, and they show me my chart standings in different countries. But they pick Russia, which in Russia, actually, I was like 283. That's a big country, too. I mean, mm-hmm. they got like relatively 150 million people. So I must have had some listeners in there. But uh, Slovakia? Are you kidding? You're picking Slovakia and Ukraine. We're not geared towards that. And they never gave me Poland. Poland, I bet I'm within the top 300 or 200 in Poland. There is a good um, Russian and Slovakian presence in Key West, though. So if there's any Key West yeah, but listeners I, that maybe listener, tell their friends back oh, home. Oh, yeah, that's one. That's the, the only one. But unless they maybe were diving here or something, they're the... Well, maybe they, they're planning on being a, a mail-order bride. I would like to pitch Wait, You know what? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about, um, we did talk about the 90-day fiancé. But maybe we could prep. We could become the number one forecast on how to prep mail-order brides. I think that we should ha- host an episode from one of the strip clubs in Key West. And then you'll oh, see I bet there what are, I'm talking oh my about. God. The Ray Garner. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the other one? I don't know. You don't know? You, you don't know all the other ones? No. I don't go to Key West. Okay. I used to be a fan of Woody's before it got nasty about eight years ago. Woody's was nasty when I first came down. Yeah, well, locals get in free Tuesday, and you don't have to sit up close. You can sit at the bar. I, I know. want to say what this guy said about the girl that, uh, there. He said, oh, the reason it's... Uh, Granny Bopping Tuesday, C-section Thursday. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, wait, wait a second. Oh, we want to do a show from Woody's, though. I mean, there's nothing new, but you have to go on the weekends. No, but I said that. I the said weekends. That you know, yeah, daytime strippers. <clears throat> the weekends, they bring all the girls from Miami down. Real sad thing. Do they have, are they actually open during the daytime? Yeah, uh, I think they open at four. I think. Something like that. There but, is there is a, a chasm, and I use that term loosely. Back in back in my partying days, we yeah, well, me and daytime, my buddies daytime strippers versus well, and that's the thing is we used to go there every Tuesday, and we had a local girl that never gave her name, you never saw her out, and blah blah blah, and we would come back on Tuesdays because we got in for free, me and my buddies. And uh, one day she broke down and she's like, listen, you know, uh, you should really come on the weekends. The, you know, we bring all the girls from Miami down on the weekends. Oh, okay. Well, 
Thanks for the <laughs> thanks for telling us. But I've seen my plenty of my daytimes. It's a wide chasm <laughs> of talent between daytime strippers and yeah, there's that you will see women with in certain. I saw uh, I, one bar in Philadelphia, Jack's Place on Tarso Avenue, and I always thought I went there. I always got in a fight with a guy because he played pool one-handed, and I was telling him, don't try to embarrass me that way. But he says, what, you worry about being embarrassed in front of girls? You mean the pregnant ladies dancing up there? She was six months pregnant, dancing on their four-foot square uh, uh, podium behind a bar. <laughs> pregnant lady. Maybe it was fetish night. I mean, the best... Um, they work. They work. They, they specialize between a three and maybe a seven. I will On tell their you, biggest night. They may get a seven. That's a dancer, but that's pretty much it. It's been eight, nine years since I've been there. Maybe ten. And the last time I was there, there was this one that was always there on Tuesday night because we went for free. And she kept noticing that we were always there, me and my buddies. And she comes in one night. And she goes, "Hey." I learned a new trick. We're like, okay, oh, what's that? Awful. She goes, well, take a dollar bill and fold it hot dog. So we folded it and put it down on the bar. She climbed up the pole. She slid down, upside down. Legs up in the air, grabs a dollar bill, puts it on her private parts, and all of a sudden, poof, she made the dollar bill fly off. Like, there ain't nothing attractive about a queef. I know you got to really <laughs> just saying. I mean, that's just one of those things that that's a narrow talent. <laughs> so I, know. I, I've been scarred for. I got to remember <laughs> from that. I gotta definitely, I got to definitely remember to mark this one explicit. I'm gonna give somebody that nickname. Okay. Well, we're gonna do. Hey, I want to do it. Let's do it. I mean, Eden, and maybe we could do I'm allowed to look. I can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I. Uh, I mean, if I ask Abby nicely, if I'd be allowed to do it while I'm. Jenna is not allowed to go. She will getting, not stop uh, laughing the whole entire time. Getting a a, 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 a private very immature. But we could do it at the bar. We don't have to be in front of one of the dancers. We could be at the bar. No, but I would like to do one while I'm getting a dance. Oh, okay. You know, so. <laughs> You're or really you right? could be getting the dance, and I can narrate it for no, you. I'll, uh, well, I'll be, I'm going to be mic'd up for that too. Okay, we're going to we're going to end it now and go into uh, the next episode before we get too far into yeah. this. We can get Leave. back on that. Yeah, we, you know what? Word of the day: the nicknames. We're going to get back with the nicknames. Worse, that wor- that it is worse than mice. Oh, see you later, um, guys. Uh, shout outs. Oh, shout outs. Uh, well, we're not going to talk about that. The smallest bar in those. No, no, no. Yeah, no reviews, shout outs, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Spotify, iHeartRadio. We don't uh, need reviews. We don't need, we need reviews. subscribers. Oh, all right. Subscribers. All right, so hit the subscribe, subscribe button. Subscribe. Subscribe and share. Share with your friends. Hey, share with your stripper friends. <laughs> Make them feel good about it themselves. Which we are planning on doing live calls yeah. soon. Yeah. Get to work out some of your problems. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,